Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Sometimes it's good to talk about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Check it out now. Check it out now. All right. So during the break, we got some information. Um, Lou called. And when he said Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I was like, what? Granted, I wasn't alive to see the 1970s Dolphins. But uh, Paulie did some research, and I guess he was on Twitter or something. And he sent me the Abdul-Kareem Al-Jabbar, known previously as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the American former professional football player who was a running back in the National Football League. I'm thinking we're talking about Louis Alcindor. So, my bad, Lou. I thought you were just rambling. I didn't know what that was. I'm like, you're losing me. I obviously had to go to break, but I also am someone that does not pretend to know everything. I'm someone that leans on the internet and a producer and the fans and callers listening to the show. Can't know what you don't know. I didn't I didn't watch any of the 70 uh, Dolphins live, so... Learn something new today. There was another Kareem Abdul-Jabbar who played running back in the NFL. I'm obviously thinking about the basketball player. Uh, So my bad, Lou. You were talking about something that actually was legit and valid. I just hadn't heard of it. Ding, ding, ding. You win. You win. And I'm never afraid to uh, admit fault or admit that I don't know something. I mean, Steve Summers came on and gave me a compliment. He said, it's great that you don't pretend to be a know-it-all. Right? I feel like people got to be more humble like that on the radio. We all know a bunch of stuff about sports. You don't get on the radio if you don't have some decent knowledge about sports and history and the current game. And, you know, you got to be able to talk it. But there's no way you can know everything. And I know there's some greats that have been on WFAN that we think knew everything. There's some now that we think know everything. They don't. And uh, you got to be humble enough to admit when you get something wrong or when you don't know something. There's an example, and that's perfectly fine as we move the show along. Let's see now. I've opened it up for a lot of conversation. We were talking about the Dolphins. Let's go to Jimmy in Jersey City. He's a Dolphins fan. He knows Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, but he didn't play in the 70s. He played with Marino. Uh, he's a small little guy like Kareem Hunt. What? Pretty good. Pretty yeah, good I don't guy. know. I've never heard of this guy as far as NFL. I, I don't discount that he's who he is. Uh, let's see. Oh, he was born in 1974, so he played in 96 to 99 with the Dolphins. Still wasn't really on my radar. Keith, why are you trying to tell my, my the Miami fan that you said the Dolphins, you don't uh, – I got a bone to pick with you, brother. Come on. They're, they're not going to the Super Bowl. They're, they're not – They're not. Key, 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 key. Come on, let me, let me teach you again. Uh, Tua probably probably has all the top rating numbers in every offensive category for court, like every one except touchdowns at Mahomes because he played Keep him up, three right. more games. The yep. three games that he played without two. Be, be careful. Now, he can't have another concussion. 
No, Tua didn't miss the three games. You're talking about probably 9-0 and because they would have beat Minnesota who they lost to by a touchdown with a third-string quarterback in Bridgewater. The Jets were winning 20-19 to entering the fourth quarter with a third-string quarterback. That would have never been the case with Tua out there. That game would have never been that close. And the other game was Cincinnati. We were winning 15-14 to when Tua got, out, got hurt that game. And then Teddy Bridgewater threw an interception down in the end zone, down in the 10 yard line going into score against Cincinnati. We lost that game because of that. So he could have been 9 and 0. Not only does he have the best passer rating, the best percentage, and all that stuff, Keith, Burrow, Burrow, Herbert, uh, Josh Allen, Mahomes, who has the best pass? Yards attempt. Come on, tell me that one, Steve. You're talking about sure. you're talking about sure. one guy. I'm talking about the team. The Dolphins. Said, oh, the Dolphins struggle with Keith, the Bears and Lions the last Keith, two weeks. Like, but they but they won. It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Nothing. It does matter. It does matter. They should have lost to the best, Bears. Keith, if the Bears get that PI offense, call. Who has the who has the best offensive dual receivers in the league? The Dolphins. Who's gonna? Tua is gonna set a record with 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 uh, Hill that Mahomes couldn't do. He's Hill's gonna be the. the uh, all-time leader receiver for yards in one season from Tua, who Sal Licata said will have the girls on, will never be a good quarterback, and he might win MVP this year. He's in the vote. He's in the, he's in the running for Not it. knocking Tua. I believe in Tua. Keep him upright. I just don't think the Dolphins are going to win the, win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to make a run through the playoffs. Are you, are you watching all the NFL shows? The Dolphins are on top of almost everybody's picks to get there. Everybody, you go watch them and listen to who they're picking. I don't believe so, in him. You listen, well, why not? Let me answer something. When they play the Jets again, let me, let me, I want a fair answer. With Tua playing that game in Miami, who's going to win that game, Keith? That's the last game of the season. Last game of the season. The we don't know. We don't know if the division. we don't. The we can't call. We can't. We don't know if people be resting or people will be playing. Resting, or... resting. They're going to be resting. Jets are going to need that to try. Because I think they're going to lose five games in the next eight anyway. They got a tough what? schedule. What? Do you think the Jets are going to lose five out of their next Keith, eight? Keith, they got Seattle at Seattle, at Minnesota, at Buffalo, at Miami, at New England. Which one are they winning at those five? They got to beat New England just for revenge. They got to come back and beat New England. I doubt they will, but whichever one of those five, they ain't beating Seattle in Seattle. They're not going to beat Minnesota and Dome in there. They're not beating Miami. They're not beating Buffalo. We, the Jets are having a good little year, but they, don't, they still need a quarterback. We just said that they were never beating the Bills. So we what can't come on the Keith, air and say know, the Jets, who the Jets Keith, aren't beating. They just beat on, the Keith, Bills. Kid, you've been watching football. How many? I'm gonna have long you've been watching as long, not as long as me. But did you see the two interceptions that Josh Allen threw? The same Josh Allen who beat Kansas City, dismantled Cincinnati, demolished the Tennessee Titans, and they lost to the Jets. Come on, don't you see the parity in the NFL signing creating football to have it look like Kansas City and Buffalo just can't be the only two teams in the AFC? The final four teams, I'm going to tell you right now, for the, in the pairings of, of the players, going to be Miami, Buffalo, Kansas City, Baltimore. That's going to be your final four to see which two teams win to get to the AFC Championship game. You don't think Miami's going to beat San Francisco, you I heard you say? I think they could struggle with San Fran. No, come on. They're playing Miami weather, man. That's the whole thing there. But my, it's, it's the Chargers, the same the, thing. The Dolphins play the 49ers in... San Francisco or Santa yeah, Clara, exactly. or wherever exactly. they play. They that's Miami weather. That's Miami weather. They don't know. December fourth. We'll see. We'll see, Jimmy. Well, I know you're confident, okay. and and you that? should be confident in the teams that you root for and that I'm gonna you call rep. You every, I'm going to call you every week after what he does to these teams coming up. I got faith in Tua. Tua's the chosen one. 
I just don't think he, the Dolphins are going to win the Super Bowl, and I also he, don't so you know, think they're going to make a run through the he, playoffs. Just so you know, this is the 50th anniversary of the Miami Dolphins undefeated season. Keep that in mind. That's got nothing to do with anything. I'm going to call you back this week, bro, when we, when we light up Cleveland. Two, you better two, light up Cleveland. <laughs> That's exactly who you should be lighting up. Thanks for the call, Jimmy. <laughs> That's surprising that because you're much into like the – the universe and all that stuff. And I figured you would be into the fact that this is the anniversary of like that 15 year anniversary of. No, oh, no, just... they're talking about the, Oh, the 72 undefeated dolphin. Yes. Anniversary. Yes. That doesn't mean anything to me. I feel, I feel like you're, you're into that. You're into I the am, numbers but that... and the universe connecting. Okay. If they actually go through and win the super bowl, then I'll, I'll throw the, to the fact that they won the Super Bowl in 72 and it's been... No, I just... Listen, these Dolphins fans, they are a rare breed, right? This is the year... Okay. You let's know what, let's yeah. go back. Let's backtrack a little bit. They fired Brian Flores. He won like seven in a row on his way out. They bring in Mike, Mike, Mike McDaniel, boy genius. He's not even a boy, but we know he's a wizard offensively and uh, he's a good coach or whatever. They still got Carmen to deal with with uh, Mr. Ross, right? Didn't he get fined? Didn't he? Uh, didn't he have to? He had some kind of penalty. I'm trying to figure out what they did with uh, Stephen Ross. They still got to deal with that. Tua, we all saw Tua this year get hit, wobble, fall down. They got to keep him upright. It's not a guarantee they keep him upright. I like Tua. I've liked Tua since I seen him go. To Alabama, right? But he's small. He's undersized. All you got to do is get to him, hit him. And they have nothing if they don't have Tua. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, unfair. As soon as I saw they made that trade, I'm like, those are two of the fastest receivers in the league. You can't stop them both. They're going to ball out. Tua can get the ball to him. I never said Tua's got a weak arm. You never heard me on here say he's not going to make the throws. He wouldn't be in the NFL if he couldn't make those throws. They they start judging you at, at high school level as far as like what throws right. you can make. You don't make it to Alabama and then— Without knowing how to throw the ball. Without Alabama. being able to hit all the throws. That's, yes. that's something you hear about quarterbacks all the time. He can make all the throws. Tua can make the throws. And I think Tyreek's probably going to get to 2,000 yards receiving this year. Stay healthy. Stays healthy and he, all those patterns— but any given Sunday, man. I'm oh, not- I understand. Of course, no, I, I understand that. But the the Dolphins are in a nice spot, right? Obviously, the Dolphins are in a really good spot. The Eagles are in a really, really, really good spot right now. So, and those are two teams, two Alabama quarterbacks, Jalen or former at least Jalen Hurts and Tua, kind of the same type of quarterback. Not not totally arm driven. Not Justin Herbert. Not like those big arm guys. But moving around in the pocket with their legs, they can make the throws. So, I don't know. I look at it like this, right? There are other teams in their own division that they have to worry about. So, how are we talking about the 6-3 and three Dolphins right now as Super Bowl contenders? How are we talking about the Dolphins making a run right now? They got to win their division. And then if they don't, they're a wild card. But looking at the AFC, you just saw the Baltimore Ravens last night. They're different now with, with Roquan Smith. Looking at the AFC South, they're cooked. Nobody's coming out of that division. They just hired Jeff Saturday to be the Colts head coach, so that division is shot. Um, Tennessee Titans, they traded A.J. Brown. They're stupid for that. They're not going to do anything. But I think my prediction coming out this year, when everyone was talking about the Bills, everybody was going with the Bills. I said, I'm going to go with Pat Mahomes. 
I'm going to go with the Chiefs. If I have to, like, everyone's got to make a Super Bowl pick. Everyone's got to pick a team. Everyone's picking the Bills. I pick the Chiefs. The Chiefs are 6-2. and two, And the Chiefs are going to be there. So if I'm looking at the AFC right now, give me the Chiefs in it, in the playoffs, the Ravens in the playoffs, and then somewhere between the Buffalo Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins, uh, two of those three teams I think are going to have a shot to win the division, go in the playoffs. The Dolphins will be in it, but I'm I'm not picking them to be my Super Bowl favorite. I'm not picking them to make a run. They got to keep two upright. I don't know if Tua can get one hit to the head and be concussed and be out for the season. He's he's playing a dangerous game with uh, the concussions and what we've already seen from you know you guys saw it. It was it was gruesome what happened to that guy. So if you don't have a quarterback right, or you have a quarterback that's undersized, a quarterback that's already taken some tough hits, yeah, he wins the games that he's in. But you got to hope that you can keep him in the game. The NFL season is so long. And all the talk over the last two days about the Jets and the Jets not being able to beat the Bills, and then they beat the Bills any given Sunday. You've heard me say that a bunch. Man, we can't call anything in the NFL. Every week there's an upset. Every week a team is beating a team that we didn't think they could. Like, you can't call it. There's no way you can call it on November 8th. But if you're a fan of the team, I understand that, right? We're not even talking about the NFC. I just list all AFC teams. In the in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles are undefeated. They're the only undefeated team. I'm a Cowboys fan. I have no faith in them doing anything in the in the playoffs. But who knows? Maybe this is the year. What is the what is this? I'm sure this is some kind of anniversary year for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I don't know. Didn't they win in '92? I think they won in '93. But what I'm saying is, there's a lot of teams in the hunt. There's a lot of other teams that are are solid. The Minnesota Vikings are seven and one. Uh, don't count Tom Brady out just yet. At four and five, they're still in first place. They just came off a win. They make a couple moves. You never know. The Seattle Seahawks, led by Pete Carroll, they're going to be in it. And then the 49ers at four and four, I'm not sleeping on them with the addition of uh, Christian McCaffrey. I'm not saying they're good, but there's some teams that they got to face down the stretch that they can knock off. The NFL is fun. The NFL is king. But these Dolphins fans, they're 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 a rare breed. They, they, they carry themselves like they have won something since 1972. They carry themselves every time they get like a, a little feeling of being decent. They carry themselves like they're definitely going to win. Slow your roll a little bit. Just a little bit, folks. I'm not a Dolphins fan. Never been. And uh, I'm happy for Dolphins fans that they're, they're having some success. But as I look at their wins this year, and we were talking about, I think we had a, a, a young kid call and talk about the Giants, right? Hoping the Giants win this week by two touchdowns. I said, that's hard. That's hard to do. We watch Red Zone every Sunday. And what happens? You get to the witching hour where losses become wins and wins become losses. The Dolphins have won a lot of games that were close. Look at the game they just came off of. They won by three points. The Bears get a P.I. call. They're in field goal range. That game is different. The Dolphins also had a close game that they won by five points, four points with the Lions. If the Lions had any defense, they don't win that game. The Lions were up. You can look through the rest of their games. Steelers game, right? The Steelers are cooked. The Steelers are, are not winning anything this year. Shout out to my boy, Kenny Pickett. I wish you the best, bro, but this is a, a down year for the Steelers. They're going to get a top pick. 16-10, the Dolphins defeated them. The Vikings beat the Dolphins. The Bengals beat the Dolphins. The Jets beat the Dolphins. 
The Dolphins beat the Bills, and in that game, if the Bills had a little bit more time or a couple different calls go their way, that would have been a loss. So I'm looking at this Dolphins team. Like, yeah, they have won some games. Yeah, they do have two receivers that no one can really stop. They got to keep Tua upright, and I think they'll win some games. I think the rest of the games on their schedule, um, there's some winnable games there. Like, you know, they have the Browns and the Texans the next two weeks. You're supposed to win those games. But, uh, you know, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't care if NFL analysts are picking the Dolphins to win it. I don't care if uh, Dolphins fans are picking themselves to win it. I don't have to feel that way. <laughs> Moving the line along. Let's see where we can go here. Oh, this is one. Talking about open mic. Andrew is in Westchester on the fan. What's up, man? Hey, Keith, buddy. Thanks for taking the call. Of course. Thanks for calling my show. Uh, no, I just wanted to give you a shout. Uh, I'll touch upon first what you said. Any given Sunday, I hope you've seen the movie. Because you're right. Any given Sunday. And I just wanted to take a break. Giants. Giants are on the on their bye week. Nets are on uh, Nets are a mess. I just wanted to bring up the UFC. Yeah. Since it's in uh, MSG this weekend. Are 281. You I, so I, I'm not a UFC fan as far as following it. I'm familiar with some of the fighters. Um, who's, your, who's your favorite fighter? All time in UFC. I mean, I, yeah, liked, I like to watch Conor McGregor, John Bones Jones. Uh, who else is newer that I think I, I think I, I'm pretty sure Eddie Alvarez is fighting this weekend, and he's from New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And uh, Israel, uh, how do you? Uh, yeah, Ad- Israel Adesanya, Adesanya and Alex Perea is the main event. And the dude Alex Perea trains with Glover Teixeira. They're like boys, and they train kind of by me in Danbury, Connecticut. Awesome, man. Yeah, UFC, I just respect what UFC has become, how big it is. From when you know people were talking about mixed martial arts, and I have a bunch of uh, friends that played football or or wrestled that like tried to be fighters and tried to get into it, and it's a big business, it's a big sport, it's legit. And yeah, UFC 281 coming up at Madison Square Garden. Uh, I feel like I I appreciate you uh, bringing it up. I really do, and touch upon it for a little bit. I'm a huge sports fan. I love football. Giants number one, but I was a wrestler in high school and college. So I just respect it. And, you know, with uh, the NFL these days, all the flags, it's good to see the N- uh, the UFC. It's a brutal sport. It's brutal. <laughs> yeah. It's it's actually, you know, it's funny you say that because I've I've called NFL football American Gladiator, American Gladiator, but, like, UFC is actually Gladiator. Like, it's actually a Gladiator sport. It is more Crazy. of combat. Crazy. And there's a huge interest in it. I feel like we don't talk about it enough. I saw some people on my Twitter, like, Yo, talk about UFC. I'm like, sure. I think the only person at WFAN that talks about UFC is uh, Peter Hoffman. Uh, Keith, for the first time listening uh, on the morning show, I saw they were giving away Boomer and Geo show. They were giving away tickets to the UFC. That was the first time I've ever heard any like heard any rap. Awesome. So I, I mean, it's it. here in Madison Square Garden. Time. Why not? No, exactly. Exactly. You know, uh, I don't call the show that often, but when I do, I figured, hey, UFC this weekend, especially at MSG, hopefully there's a good crowd, but I appreciate you, Keith, taking the time to talk. Thanks for the call, Andrew. We got to break it down again. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up. We'll talk sports. I got about a half hour left. BRB. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLV.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Tell us about the receipts you are keeping. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yes, sir. Got about a half an hour left, a little less. I want to get to your calls. Thanks for calling. Thanks for holding. Thanks for waiting. Keith McPherson on the fan. This has been a five-hour KM to AM. Reminder that if you've missed any of the show, you can rewind in the Odyssey app. You can go back to the chapters in the Odyssey app. Like They, they break down segment by segment. Um, and then also, it's on Apple Podcasts, and this all goes to the podcast on the Odyssey app. So. If you never catch, uh, or if you ever don't catch something live, you never miss out. Like, it it all goes uh, to the app. I remember back in the day, not that long ago, really, if you miss something on radio, you missed it. If you miss something on air, you couldn't rewind it. You couldn't go back to it. And there was no podcast of it. But at least in the last couple of years, and definitely this year with the Odyssey app, um, anything you miss, you can go back to. So if you missed the initial conversation around the Devils and the Rangers and everything else, or, you know, talk around... Uh, you know, in the beginning of the show with Derek Jeter and Drink Champs and even the interview with Dan Duggan talking about the Giants and CP, the franchise, talking about the Knicks. All of that is available. Just search Keith McPherson on the Odyssey app under podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. A little plug, but really just a m- reminder, you know, a lot of times people hit me online. And they're like, oh, I missed your show or, you know, I've been trying to listen to your show, but I don't catch it because it's on late or I go to sleep. Well, if you subscribe to the podcast. You can listen to it at your own leisure. All right, keep McPherson on the fan. Time to take these calls and wrap up another five-hour show. Let's go to Bobby in Colts Neck, New Jersey, on the fan. What's up, Bob? What's happening tonight? You're the man. How's everything going? 
Great. Thanks for calling. I'm really happy that you, you became and you're a New Jersey Devils fan. It's You're going to enjoy this new young bunch of kids that are, are just, they have nothing to lose out there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, and listen, you got a number one, two number one picks. So when you have two number one picks, it just reminds me of Patrick Kane and, and, and Jonathan Taze on Chicago, the way that, you know, when they had that cup run. Uh, I, I feel the Devils, they might not be there this year, but, you know, you pick the good team to, to you know, put your time and effort into talking about, and, and, and I think you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, the first hockey game I ever saw was in Chicago, the Madhouse on Madison, the United Center. 2014, I saw the Hawks, Blackhawks play the Blues. So I know a little bit of what you're talking about with Patrick Kane, and I forget who else you just said. But, yeah, uh, no, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze. Listen, yes. he's for Jack Hughes. I, I, I'm comparing, you know, they're a little bit too young to compare him to him, but that's what it looks like. It looks like a Nico or John, is a Jonathan Taze. We can Taze. only hope, right? We can only yeah, hope. Yeah, we'll hope, and hopefully if Jack Hughes becomes who he's supposed to be, I think he can be someone similar to a Patrick Kane in, this, in, in coming, you know, in the near future. But they're an exciting team. You know, they, they're they a team that struggled, obviously, in the early 80s. We've been watching them since in 1982 for 40 years. And, you know, you go through all that garbage teams with, uh, you know, with those young guys that just never did it. But then they brought in a, a goaltender, Brodeur, and, and players like Scott Stevens. And, you know, I got to enjoy three Stanley Cups. And there's not that many New York Islander fans or Ranger fans over the last 40 years can say, that they enjoyed three Stanley Cups over the last 40 years, but us Devils fans have. There it is. Maybe they're on their way to getting another one soon, and I'm on board. I'm paying attention. Like you said, it's just exciting, right? I picked the team last year uh, around January, February. I think early February I went to my first game, and I started watching the end of the season, but it seemed like the season ended fast. Like They didn't make the playoffs. Uh, they didn't yeah. have that many wins. It it wasn't yeah. you know wasn't that much to get excited about, but then you roll into this season, and I'm like, all right, this is my first season to watch from beginning of the season to the end of the season, and hope that they do make it to the playoffs. And so far, so good. It's been exciting. Well, you enjoy it, and I'm uh, happy that uh, maybe I can see you at one of those games, or and uh, and uh, we can talk a little bit more, brother. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Thanks for the call, Bobby. Yes, yeah, Saturday, November 12th. I'm already gonna line it up. I got to look at my contacts and. Go back in my email and see who it was from the Devils that uh, I connected with last year. But, I mean, I got no plans for Saturday. Actually, I think I do have plans for Saturday. Now I'm thinking about it. But I need to go. I want to go. Um, it'll happen soon. Let's keep the line moving. Let's go to Robbie, my guy out in Lennox. Robbie on the fan. What's up, man? Keith, how you doing? Thank you for taking my call. Keith, you know, my favorite team in sports is the New York Rangers. I've been a Ranger fan since I'm seven years old, I'm 57. Since 50 years, I've been watching this team. And I would say with the exception of 1994, 1978-79 season, I've been watching a lot of soft hockey. I'm sick of watching soft hockey. You know, tonight's loss is inexcusable. 14 seconds into the third period is inexcusable. Let me just say before I talk about my team, though, okay, taking nothing away from the Islanders, Watching Kako get tripped and watching Andres Lee score was ridiculous. The, the fact that Gerard was looking at a puck going over the goal line, when you see the puck going over the goal line and they see it's no goal, the puck is behind the goalie. It's in the goal. I mean, how is it not a goal? I mean, it's ridiculous when you see that, you know, replay and the puck's crossing the line. So 
that really bothered me. But just to, to talk about the Rangers for a moment, if I may, all right? Last year, and I heard one of your callers before talk about Frank the Tank being gone, and I like the sign of Vinny Trocek. I think he was the best. He was the best Ranger on the ice tonight. But it's clear and it's obvious that Igor Shosturkin is not the same player he was last year. He has been so pedestrian this season. And the reason that the Rangers were able to win games, especially early in the season, was because Igor stood in his head last year. And now you've seen the deficiencies of a defense, especially with Ryan Lindgren hurt. I mean, Keandre Miller, as big a guy as he is, does not play big. Snyder does not play physical. It is not a physical team. And, and I'll be honest with you, he might not score a lot of goals, and he might play in a fourth line, but Ryan Reeves and his leadership and his physicality on the ice he, he is very important to this team when he's playing. Unfortunately, he's on the COVID list right now, Keith. Okay. And I wish him well because Revo is a leader. Revo gets those guys going to the locker room. Okay. There's no excuse you're playing your stinking rivals in your own building and you blow a 3 1 lead and they play back to back games, the Islanders. And so did Detroit play back to back games. It is inexcusable. They've won three stinking games at MSG. They lost to the Sharks. They lost to Columbus. Like, what the hell is going on here? Where's the leadership on the team? I'll tell you honestly, the Rangers have too many of the same type of player. Give me a north-south player. Enough of these east-west guys. You have too many of the same type of player. And again, Chris Drury this year, you know, he didn't resign Frank. Okay, okay, and and obviously they were not going to resign. Uh, you know, some of the players they got at the time. Tyler Mott would have been a good sign. They didn't resign him. So they brought Jimmy BC in. They brought Carpenter in. Their bottom six is nothing. They get nothing out of it. And it's very frustrating to watch when you have a 3-1 lead in your own building and you let the Islanders dance all over you. And even though the Islanders had 26 shots and the, and the Rangers had 40, you look at the 26 shots that the Islanders had, quality shots near the goal predominantly, and the Rangers get 40 shots, but half these shots are from the point. And it's it's just, I'm sick and tired of finesse hockey. Get some players that play below the goal line. The entire third period, even though the Rangers had shots, they kept letting the Islanders just walk into the zone. At some point, you have to play below their goal line and establish some physicality. And I'm telling you, Ryan Reeves is one of the only guys out there that knocks his body around and knocks guys around. I mean, Chris Drury needs to go out and maybe make a deal with just a defenseman that can play in front of the net and physically knock guys around, and a, and a winger that can score goals. They have needed secondary scoring. They rely so much on Panera and Zabanajan and Kreider. When those three guys don't score, they don't win. Where is the secondary scoring from this team? Alexei Lafreniere has been a disappointment. Kako is a disappointment. To me, Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes have evolved into more better players than those two guys have. And, like, and, he, and Lafreniere was the first pick in the draft, and Kako was the second pick in the draft. So, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, I know it's November, you know, when Stanley Cups, but you let the Islanders dance on your, on your, on your, on your ice again. And there's inexcusable. They have been so bad at MSG when it was so good, but I'm telling you, the difference is, is that Igor has not been Igor this year. You look at the four goals he led up tonight, three of them could easily be saved tonight. There were three saves that should have been made. But like I said, there's no excuse. 14 seconds, you got a two-goal lead, and all of a sudden it's 3-2 before you're done. And that turned the whole game around. So, like I said, Keith, you know, we'll see what happens. But thanks for the time, man. And i like to hear from other Ranger fans. I'm glad guys called. But but I agree with one of your callers before. They just do not have enough on that bottom six this year for depth of scoring. So, it's a long season, man. We'll see what happens. So, 
Thanks for the call, Robbie. I'm in here watching the Encore Islanders, Encore Islanders. Uh, Paul Mary just scored that first goal. Uh, I'm kind of interested now. <laughs> like, I just watched the whole Devils game. I'll probably go home and watch the rest of this one so I know more of what happened, right? Uh, that goal that shouldn't have been a goal. And then, you know, they're talking about these guys playing soft. Man, I just feel like there's a little bit of a hangover from last year. The Rangers were ahead of schedule. There's a lot of hype around them last year. They didn't run it back with some of the same guys. And then you go into this year, and they don't have some of the guys that you need, some of the guys that you expected, and you're not getting the performance out of guys that you did last year. It is early, though, folks. It is November 8th. He's not entirely – Robbie's not entirely wrong. Reeves is such, like, a big factor because he's – most all the hockey teams, the big four, third, or fourth-line guys, those are the guys that really, you know – are the heart and soul of the team. When you're missing that, that's a big deal. Even yeah, though he had the most even though, epic picture ever. That yeah, picture of him punching that dude was right. Sick. Even though in theory it shouldn't be a big deal, but it is. And the Rangers had a really slow start. I, I mean, Kreider has been. I'm not going to say awful. Kreider has not been good. Uh, Galan put him, shuffled him to the third line, shuffled him to the fourth line, put him back up tonight. So he, so Galan, who is trying to find the right combination and the right recipe right now, just so the Rangers. I don't think they're in trouble because it's too early, but just so they do, he doesn't want to fall two ball far behind the eight ball here if you're a Ranger fan. Interesting. As we proceed, jumping all around here in this last, I don't know, 15 minutes, let's go to Frank in White Plains. Frank, you got it. What's up? Oh, thank you for taking my call. I'm a Met fan, and I have a problem signing Jacob Dugnam, which is a great pitcher. I love him and everything, but you never show up in playoffs. You can't sign a guy which he was signed award he got like two years ago, and now he's looking for half a billion dollars. That's wrong. <laughs> I don't care for Steve. I don't care for Steve Cohen's money, but I want to win. And this guy comes in the springtime, and what's going to happen in springtime? He's going to go on IL. Then again, he's not going to show up to July and August to pitch. You know. And I really am worried about this situation with him. Understood. Thanks for the call, Frank. Um, DeGrom's not going to command half a million dollars. He's not going to command half of a half a million dollars, I don't believe. And then also, he did show up in October. He won the only game that the Mets won. you got to give him that. But no, I understand. Mets fans are divided on this. Some are ready to move on from DeGrom. Some are like, hey, that's a guy we need to keep. He's a homegrown guy. He's our guy. But... We'll see how it shakes out. Steve Cohen can't afford him. We'll see what the price is, and we'll see who else is bidding for his services. Keep McPherson on the fan. My last break of the night. I'll be right back. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Return of the Mac. Your boy Keith Mac on the fan. This is all I've got. This is the last couple minutes I've got to close things out. But always appreciative, always thankful, always just, uh, you know, reflecting at the end of another five-hour show. I feel like I've done so many of these now. And, you know, you guys make the show. You guys call the show. You give us stuff to talk about. Uh, even, you know, folks on Twitter adding me and reminding me to, to say things and, you know, something I wanted to mention on this show, and I know we'll have time to talk about it later later in the week, is the uh, Cortica Jug. Ithaca, Cortland, 
That game will be on Yes Network Saturday. It's at Yankee Stadium. I have a bunch of friends that uh, will be attending that care about that, and maybe you care about that. It's a big deal. Both teams are undefeated, 9-0, and uh, yeah, that's coming up. So I don't know if anybody else has mentioned it on the fan, but I know I wanted to mention it tonight. I saw some folks on Twitter saying to talk about that, and my guy Jeremy just hit me and uh, asked if I mentioned it, and I said no, but thanks for the reminder. All right, uh, Salakot is coming up next, but I've got a couple more calls to take. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Chris in Lake Grove on the fan. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Keith? What's up? What's up? Not so much. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I used to call your uh, predecessor a lot. But, uh, you know, I've loved your show since the beginning, and I love your Yankees fandom, but we'll save that for another time. Um, I'm a big Giants fan. You're a big Cowboys fan. Seems like Philly's running away with the division, but... uh, you know, what do you think about Thanksgiving weekend? Thanksgiving weekend, I already was thinking about a healthy Dak Prescott and maybe a healthy Odell Beckham Jr. making his debut. That that might be too much. Um, I think that that is a game that scares me because the Cowboys historically lose on Thanksgiving. I've had plenty of Thanksgivings where I've shown up with a Dallas jersey on and looked like a clown in front of family, friends. And uh, been miserable because the Cowboys get beat by the Raiders or the Chargers or doesn't matter who it is. And, uh, you know, I guess the Cowboys got a little bit of a boost because Xavier McKinney won't be available. Um, I don't know. We'll see what the Giants look like in these next couple games. Cowboys have a big test going to Green Bay. I know the Packers haven't been great, but that's Mike McCarthy's old team. And the Cowboys have some demons playing in Lambeau. And then the, the Giants getting back out of this bye week. They can't slip against the Texans, and uh, we're only a couple weeks away from Thanksgiving. It'll be the only game on, and uh, a lot of eyes on it. And, you know, historically, we've opened up the season with the Giants at Jerry World, and that kicks off the NFL season. Now we've got that on Thanksgiving, I think, for the first time. Might be the first time ever. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about it. I just hope that the Cowboys don't fail. I think the Giants are a better team than they were on Monday Night Football when the Cowboys beat them and they couldn't really get it going. So we'll, we'll see what's, what's coming up there. I can't call it, but, I mean, I expect the Cowboys to win. They're, they're you know, they got Dak back, um, and it's not Cooper Rush. And they they finally got Tony Pollard rolling. You know, I, it took Zeke to be out. But I think now you're going to see Tony Pollard be the lead back and get more carries than Zeke. And, uh, man, if they're able, could you imagine it? Could you imagine them signing Odell Beckham Jr. in the next two weeks? And then if he's ready to go and be activated, like to be activated on Thanksgiving, I think it's too soon. But, uh, you know, we can dream for that. Yeah, I, I appreciate your comments. I mean, you, you give me a lot of faith in my Giants. <laughs> the Giants are good. And, and like, the thing is, they're they're ahead of schedule. And I know people want to say they're the worst 6-2 and two team, 6-3 and three team, whatever. Like, there's no such thing. They've, they've won games. They are in the playoff hunt. They're most likely a playoff team. Oh, no. Rob and Kate May, go for it. The intro music or the outro music is playing. I couldn't get to you. Keith, does KZ have a chance to stay with the Nets? He, the core he's, a, he's got a four-year contract. Yep. Oh, that's good to hear. Okay, you think Kai's going to come back? No, he might as well get gone. This is his last year, and with uh, the mess that has been created, I don't know how soon he gets out of that. Who knows? Keith McPherson on the fan. Thanks for rocking with me and uh, calling the show and being supportive and all that.
Call up Salicata and keep it going. He's up next, and I'll be back tomorrow. I think I'm on after Knicks and Nets, so looking forward to that. Once again, thank you guys. I'm out of here. Sports Radio 1019 FM. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.